Hey everybody, welcome back to During Business Hours. I'm Chris. I'm Eric. And this is John Felix from YouTube, uh, public auditor. What, 250,000 subscribers doing some uh, some honest God's work over there in Florida. How are you doing today, John? Fantastic, sir. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, well, we've met before, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Well, I was demonetized over a year ago. Like in total? Oh, yeah. They don't do it just for, like, not per video for you? No, no, totally. I can't the the record. There's a whole group of people who have Facebook pages who just try to demonetize all of us. Holy shit. There's a guy named Don Neckhash who brags about it. I've called the lawyer like four times. They're like, you could try to fight YouTube and that guy, but it was pointless pretty much. So what happens if you start a new channel and like shoot shit? Then you're circumventing the system. That's bad. I started a, a new channel, but I also had to start working because there's no more money from YouTube. So I work till three in the morning now and sleep during the day. It's hard having two channels because I'd have to put a video on both channels to tell the people to go to the second channel. So you have to do twice the work. And when I finally got to the monetization status, they told me I have reused content, even though it's all my own content. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're playing games, dude. It's not nothing objective about it. I'm doing the same thing Lackluster and San Joaquin are doing, just not allowed to make money from it. So I got banned a long time ago from Google ads. Oh, uh, well, I mean, once I went big, the YouTube got saturated with a YouTube with the uh, First Amendment people. I've seen, audit. what is it, Audit the Audit? Oh, he's a piece of shit. I, I saw that you guys got into some beef. How, how'd that happen? Because he's a status bootlicker who thinks that unconstitutional laws give, give the government the right to hurt innocent people. I don't. I think government overreach is so widespread, it's fucking ridiculous, personally. But, I mean, the founders are revolted for far less than what's going on now. <laughs> exactly. I've said the same thing. I think everyone's in agreement here. Um, it, it's crazy to think that YouTube would ban your entire channel, though, when there's so many people that seem to be making so much money. Well, they demonetize it. They didn't ban it. I well, could still yeah, put from, stuff up on there. So, and I, what's, what's I've the sent them letters. But that drives you out. That's what they want to do. They want to push him off the platform so that he'll stop doing what he does. Yeah. That's exactly what they're trying to do, and it's working. See, I'm in California, right? So we, you know probably a lot of the politics and bullshit that goes on here. And they can yeah. strip your licenses to stop doing business, and most people continue anyway, just do it on the streets or whatever. But then, you know, fines and, and more taxes and drama to try and drive you into privatized working for other people right it's, it's the same thing when you oh, i was a business owner well before i started youtube and the biggest enemy to a private business is government the biggest enemy to freedom and people and commerce and prosperity is government it's the biggest obstacle for an american it, we got hit with a a one percent tax on equipment that we had no idea about 1.2 percent now 1.2 percent sorry so we, we own an electronics repair company called Love to Fix, if you're familiar. Yes. And, uh, I had never seen this tax 
and randomly they hit us with, well, you haven't paid this tax in three years. Nobody's told me, nobody's said anything. And then they refused for what, a year to take the paperwork that says, hey, we Cer- owe. Certified mail declined receipt at their amended address given to us by the actual assessor in charge of the entire, that like agency. And then they sent us a bill for $24,000 two years later. Oh, let me guess. I made up some imaginary numbers, inflated it, they, pretended like you so by our calculation, we owe like six grand one year, seven grand another year, eight grand another year, and then back down to six grand. And they're like, um, oh, you owe us uh, twenty twenty four hundred dollars. Like it's almost 10 times what they wanted it to be. Like, <laughs> How's 24, 24,000 is 1% of what? 20. Of everything we own in the entire bills business, the building uh, counts against us, even though that belongs to the landlord, equipment tools, supplies, not not office supplies, but any and other other every chemical we have, every tool, every yeah. component, every part, everything that isn't what a business admin uses on their desk. Anything that isn't breathing? Tax. Breathing? If they could tax that, they would. I bet, I bet Newsom's introducing it. Mm-hmm. Especially with the air pollution issues, mm-hmm. they have to get your carbon dioxide output red. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. It's, it's anytime uh, someone brings up California to me in the past, I go, "Oh, that country." It's, that country. <laughs> I agree. So I don't know if you've seen our content, but I'm I'm currently in the process of moving to Oklahoma. Um, Good. Yeah, and it's a different world. I drove my my California style electric vehicle from here. To Oklahoma, took my family, visited for a week, loved it. The gas prices, electric prices were a tenth. Milk was a tenth of the cost. Life was better. The only shitty thing was the police officers. They get paid and drive all their revenue in the state of Texas and Oklahoma by traffic tickets. Oh, great. So I I hit two. So I run on extortion. Oh, I hit two of the weirdest traps that this is what made me think of you originally was that they had two traffic signs. One was 70 and five feet later, it said 35. There five, you go. Five feet after that was a cop. Sure. It instant. Got me a ticket. Couldn't argue it. Had to pay, I think, $250 to one. Mm-hmm. Got the second one dismissed because there was an issue with them writing a ticket and then out of the state line, they gave me another ticket for being two miles over the speed limit, which was even more petty. How dare you, bro? You're a terrorist. It was, he treated me like a terrorist. He had my car in Oklahoma. Hey man, I got to to jail. This is two miles over the speed limit. I'm with my family and kids on a 26 hour road trip. It was a nightmare. Yeah. I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. How how did you, how did you originally come to be the what do they call it a civil auditor right is that what you i don't know i'm just a constitutionalist since i was like 15 years old and the and uh the first thing that got me started was out i was in community college and i was in the library looking for material to read for an assignment instead of doing that i found a book called the federal mafia by erwin schiff which is about uh the fact that there's no law that says americans living and working in the united states have to pay a tax on their labor which it doesn't exist no one can find it 
not a lawyer, not the IRS. No one can produce it. There's been 10000 up to $300,000 in the rewards for anyone that can find it. No CPA, no lawyer, nobody can find it. It doesn't exist. And that's how I got started. And then I, from there, you know, you open a wormhole. If they're lying about this and it's not all over the TV, like my friend's parents told me, if that was true, it'd be on TV, you know, back in about 30 years ago and in the early 90s. And that now we know better that they they omit certain things from TV on purpose. They're lying by omission. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember first hearing about that when Wesley Snipes had IRS issues that he yeah. uh, didn't want to pay his taxes because there was no law that said you had to pay your taxes. And, that was, oh. and he got charged with three misdemeanors. He didn't even get charged with, you know. He didn't have to pay the taxes. Buying. Huh? Yeah, because he didn't end up paying the taxes. He paid a fine that was equal to the taxes, right? Right. So there's no expect law. him to come after him for that taxes anyways after. Yeah. So it wasn't even that he legally paid the taxes. It was that the judge said, hey, here's an amount that's equal to the taxes. They got their bag. They don't care. Exactly. <laughs> so well, I, just go ahead. No, you go ahead. Just recently, you guys saw that mega million jackpot was 1.2 billion, right? It got everybody spending money. My wife spending money. It was pointless. Right. So the the guy took the guy took the cash option. The guy that won in Illinois, and he got four hundred and thirty four million. And the IRS got the rest. It was like eight hundred million dollars. That's what seventy percent, sixty. And and then Damn very man. close, very in the very near future after that, they hired eighty seven thousand IRS agents. Where did they get that money? Oh, shit. All right. I thought that was just to try and get some of the student debt back. Student debt, my ass. That's all That's all a, an election ploy. So they think that the students are all on their side. Oh, yeah. What did they do in 2020? They, they bought them with... Um, they, they tried the racially motivated thing. They said, if you're not black, you won't vote for me. <laughs> He, yeah. You're not black if you didn't vote for yeah, me. Yeah, that. And then they yeah, tried yeah, striking down the wall, saying the wall was racist. Yeah, and the, even though they keep building it. Yeah, they're still building it, but they're just mm-hmm. building it with our money now instead of... It's only racist when uh, Trump's in office. Oh, even when he's out of office, they're well, you know what Mar-a-Lago I mean. stuff. However, it's the still thing... his baby. They'll trace it back to him. I, dude, I'm not a fan of Trump either. Don't get me wrong. He's, oh. To me, he's a liberal. He I, said, "Go ahead, go ahead, and take people's guns without due process, and give them due process afterwards." You know, one of the first things he did was make a deal with Saudi Arabia, a country who cuts people's heads off in the street and doesn't allow media in their country. Uh, he was very in tune with the Israeli, Israeli uh, whatever you want to call it, moving the embassy, and you know anybody who doesn't go over there to Israel and bow down cannot be a politician in this country. Have you ever heard a politician go against Israel's actions and stop giving them the three billion a year since 1948? No. You never hear that in your life. Israel has to be our partner for some reason, even though, in my opinion, they're a terrorist, racist state. They got the oil, don't they? Yeah, that it was oil and weapons. Well, they, well, the weapons they got come from us, three billion a year, in basically in uh, armaments. And I don't know how much oil they got. They just have to, they have to control that region. Damn. 
So with, with Trump, see, I, I wasn't a fan of Trump as a person. I think he's a very shitty person. Right. But I, I definitely saw that you, at the time we had him, he had some good points for why he would have made a good leader if he wasn't such a shitty person. I agree. I agree. He could be a decent person, but he's got his own hangups and indoctrination from living in this country so long. Like he doesn't, he's not a constitutionalist. First of all, I think anyone that's in politics should know at least the bill of rights. I'm 32 and I still don't know the bill of rights off the top of my head. You got the, the, the gist of it. Oh yeah. Like what's correct and not correct, but one, two, five and seven. It's it's like like trying to read the 10 commandments. It's like, man, when you were a kid, it was so good. But nowadays you're like, shit, I couldn't read you the number. Mm. Well, you know, like, you don't write the privacy, the, the important ones. First, fourth, fifth, sixth, the seventh is common law, anything over $20. I think the eighth is cruel and unusual punishment. And then nine and 10 is basically if it's not delegated to the federal government, it's for the people or the states respectively to decide mm. what goes on in their state. Well, that's what they're doing with what Roe v. Wade, right? Trying right, to exactly. And weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget weed. I'm not a weed person. Eric here is a weed person. He likes it. California yeah. legalized it. Uh, I might be a weed person. Hey, how, how does uh, Florida treat weed? Still illegal, except they have medical. And then the dispensaries put out low-grade crap, and it costs more. So it's still easier and cheaper to get it off the street see that's so weird because california now the dispensaries have the real high-end stuff and it's still just as expensive but right blast it off that shit yeah <laughs> blast it and, but you, you still have to pay x amount a year for a, a little slave card right that says you're allowed to buy weed i can walk up off the street show them an id and get weed i don't have to get any license or nothing you can get uh, a uh, green card from a doctor to get like a 14 percent discount or something but they it's not required anymore i can yeah, order it online and have it delivered to work today same day if i wanted to my employees do that shit i hate it <laughs> i i hate when they order weed to work meet, meet them across the street or something dude <laughs> some guy comes in some rasta man and it's always some kid, some white kid with dreads or something, <laughs> and he smells or reeks of marijuana. Yeah. And it just reeks the entire lobby, the workplace up, and it's not even what he's delivering that smells. It's him. It's him. I, I get can, I get cartridges. That's that's scentless. But the the homie has been smoking bud for ten hours, like the same day. That's what pisses me off. Yeah. Otherwise, so the smell bothers you. Yeah, because it's just, it's to me, not as professional for a workplace and a business to smell like it. You don't go into H&M expecting to smell marijuana. Yeah. You know. It's part of What's the H&M? image of a It's a, like a clothing store, a high fashion store. But you go to Walmart. I mean, until cartridges or wax or something, I mean, everywhere I went. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, what about guys that smoke cigarettes or cigars? They stink. Dude, what about a guy who just had an Italian sub? <laughs> Someone's reeking of a uh, deli meats. See, both they come walking smelling delicious, but you're not hungry. See, ah, uh, see now, I have this problem with Togos, so I eat Togos like five five days a week. It's the most convenient and easiest and delicious thing. 
And then I also smoke nicotine through a vape. So I meet both those criterias. So it's probably that I am too uh, placated to the smells. You just don't to smell. complain about. I've worked here too long. I can't smell them either. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. When I worked at the casino, like the poker players would leave and come back, and I know exactly what they had to eat. Because the poker room doesn't smell like nothing, then they walk in smelling like the restaurant down the hall. Oh damn! Especially that- in tuna sandwich eating motherfuckers. Like get out of here with that, bro. <laughs> so one thing I hate about Subway: anytime I walked in, you'd smell their old tuna. God. <laughs> Jerry, you know what? You know what tuna sub spelled backwards is? Bus? <laughs> what is it? Bus unit. Bus a nut. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my wife loves that joke. That's priceless. Oh my god! That's what they said to Jared when he got in. Uh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> 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 Jared, uh, yeah, yeah. You're not laughing. I thought it was really funny. Isn't he a sex offender? Is a child? What is a child? And um, something like that. Yeah, child. And he did some fucked up shit. What he did? We're laughing at this fantastic joke I just told. Oh, yeah. a great joke, but yeah, probably terrible man. <laughs> terrible man. It's like saying Kim Jong Un or something, and you're like, shit. He killed a lot of people. That's why he was in a in a meme with the big black dude saying, "You know what tuna soaps go backwards is." Oh. <laughs> I'll have to look that one up. I I, I could send that yeah. to some people. Right on, dude. How uh how long have you been doing YouTube? Since 2011. 2011. So back in the good old days that everyone talks about. When I started, I did a little show called uh, Scratchy Scratch Time because I had a restaurant right next door to a gas station and I went on YouTube and I'm thinking, what can I get from the store or do something easy to make money? And some guy was scratching lottery tickets in a basement window with a rake and it sounded like shit, but he had 30,000 views. So I started doing scratchy scratch time, man. And I started getting big on that. And, uh, same thing. People were like shocked that I would call them out, call them and they would call me randomly. Nothing like when I got big, for the cop stuff, but still it was a little following. And then 2017, the, the famous video where I was not speeding, oh, you yeah. pulled over for speeding. And, you know, I told the dude to go F his mom and nice, F, nice F and boots at the end of the video. And the next day I couldn't keep up with the comments. I couldn't believe it. I, c- I couldn't understand. By, go ahead. Yeah. I couldn't understand when I first saw that, I didn't know who you were. But that video is why I'm. I got onto your channel and I saw your your rings, your insurance you were selling, and I was dealing with a a pretty nasty breakup slash possible lawsuit. And that legal insurance was great. It was catapulted opportunities at the time, so it led me Good, into man, different uh, insurance. And then we ended up having a burglary. I made a shit ton of money on. It was I swear I couldn't have set it up better myself. The, Good. the the whole system from there just kind of catapulted. But when I first saw it, I could not understand why somebody was so mad at a cop. Whoa. Like just Oh, really? I, I'd never seen it before. Oh, okay. So it was shocking. So it must have been shocking. To me, I'm like, 
these guys are criminals. I think everyone knows it by now, but I guess everyone didn't know it. No, yeah, living in California, they are best friends. You know, oh, to, go ahead. Yes, take me. And at the time, of course, I'm like, why is he so mad? What happened? Mm-hmm. And there's no context, of course. But is it you just want the, the, it? Is it just the the constitutional uh, research you've done in the past that? Like knowing your rights, why you dislike the police, or was there something previous that got you? Like right then, I was I was uh, low on cash. What I did was Uber a lady to the college in Tampa, and on my way back from Tampa, I was stopping at a silver shop to buy two coins to make rings out of, and I was going to go home and make the rings. So instead of making it to the shop, this asshole pulls me over to steal my money. Basically, going to take my whole wage that day. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So you just worked for nothing. Right. And, and to me, again, this is from years and years and years of knowing what these people are about and the parasites they are. I get offended just being stopped by these pieces of shit because who the fuck are you? First of all, I pay you. Secondly, who am I bothering? I'm driving in a straight line. I'm not bothering anybody. Even if I was going 10, 20 over who, where's the victim? There's no victim. There's no plaintiff. There's no damages. There's no nothing. You're basically trying to steal my money, plain and simple. If you didn't have a, a costume on, you'd be a carjacker. Oh, yeah. Because if anyone else did what those what cops do nowadays, they're considered criminals. But just because they're wearing a magic costume, it somehow is not a crime anymore. It's just logic. If you sit and think about it and don't think about, hey, it's been this way my whole life. If you look at plainly what's happening, it's one man with a gun is impeding an American's freedom to travel down the road and go about his day and earn the money to pay the taxes to pay his wages. He looks at him as prey. And their bosses, you know, expect certain amount of activity and they have to do it. And it's just a whole system of roadside extortion. They take between four and seven billion dollars a year from uh people for traffic stops and they use traffic stops to just stop people and try to run who they are and look for warrants. It's a whole revenue generation scam backed by violence of the government. There's nothing legitimate about it. It hasn't stopped any speeders. It's not keeping anybody safe on and on and on. And I can see through the facade of what they're doing. And most people are just like costume badge. Good guy. Have you seen the, uh, the people, anything over 10,000 that gets seized. There was a, a gentleman or a veteran in, what was it, Reno? They got stopped with $100,000 in cash and it was seized. The civil asset forfeiture, yeah. that's another thing I'm very against. That, driver's licenses, uh, qualified immunity, uh, them investigating themselves and police unions. Those are my big, big topics that, that need to be for crushed and gotten rid of for us to be at balance again with the government. The, the police are literally supposed to only act upon damages, endangerment, uh, trespass, and victims. If none of those things exist, what are you doing other than literally impeding freedom and stealing the money of taxpayers? I, I because totally, you- yeah, I agree. IDs are a big thing for me because I didn't have a driver's license for what, eight years? Nor uh, should you need one. I, I got a DUI when I was a passenger in 2011. And ended up saying, well, fuck it, I won't pay him. And by the time I had a child and grew up, I was like, well, now I got to pay him. So I had to pay this lump sum to get my ID back. It was the worst time 
trying to get everything settled. Right. And you, and you have to do that in order to tr- travel in your own private conveyance. Oh, I drove How anyway. did my car become, you know, and then these gun grabbers that are like, they want you to register your guns. And you got people like me saying a registration always leads to confiscation. Ooh, we register our cars and they confiscate those whenever they want, don't they? Oh, absolutely. So registration leads to confiscation. The only reason you would register some private property of yours is well, f- for what good reason? They, give tracking? me a reason. Yeah. So they can keep track of it. It will give me a good reason. I mean, they pretend it so if it gets lost or stolen, they can get it back to you. Okay, so the manufacturers could put identifying numbers on the car, right? Where the license plate should be. Then, it doesn't then you to- could just say, I have this serial number off of someone else's property and it's not registered to anyone. So then what happens then? How many burglaries have we had since you've worked for me? Three. Three. Have we ever recovered any of the serialized information not that a, the police Not a single anything? one. The police found the oh, yeah, and then they were like, straight. cool, maybe it'll get back to you. Yeah. Once. Yeah. So I, I don't understand serialization as it is anyway. IMEIs, I understand cell phones have a serial number that communicates on a broadband network. And so those are needed to communicate to the cell towers. Now it can be used against them to track consumers, data, et cetera. But I understand needing to know where to send that traffic and mm-hmm. how. That's a serialization I can get behind. But saying that a serial number needs to be tracked from state to state or country to country when nobody can physically grab that or retrieve it is pointless. Aside from the electronic number, you can't even find a serial number on a device unless you've grabbed it, got it in your hands, got it turned on in most cases and have access to it. It's useless if you don't meet all of those. Cause they don't even print. They don't even, my phone doesn't even have a serial number on it anymore. It's just got the IMEI number, which they could pull electronically. So, so your question, I'm sorry. I was going to say, so what, what was, have you done to, to try and combat that? Let me ask, let me answer his question first. You said if there's just serial numbers on the car, then it would say where the car was manufactured. It wouldn't tell you who was in it per se. And then what would we do? Well, that's where police work comes in, investigate, find out, or have you seen this car? Ask people around. They want it to be just like all the evidence just falls in their lap. And if you don't provide incriminating against evidence against yourself, they start threatening you and getting violent. So police work would be the answer to that. There's so many of you, you could show up 14, 20, 25 deep for a guy with a camera, but you can't, you can't find a stolen car or property without it just being right there, ready for you, all the information. So what was your question? I'm sorry. Oh, I was saying, what have you done to combat having to serialize? Do you like VPN everything? Do you block out all your data? You try and keep everything private online so that cops can't? No. 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 I don't. That's Dude, that's so much work, first of all. It costs money. Secondly, and I don't care if they see what I'm doing because I'm wide open. I use my first and last name. You know what I mean? I do the same exact thing. (laughs) Everything's accessible on the internet nowadays. It's almost like the red pill is too far to avoid. Yeah, you got to use a system against itself. Yeah. I think we were demonetized on a a video about Amber Heard. And uh, it was one of our most popular reels or shorts. It's like 8,000 views. We're like, yeah, awesome. It's popping off. Getting, we're not really 
great at her sharing it. Amber Turd, the meme queen. Yeah, they were lo- the lawyers was. pulled it. So what we did, since I was banned off of Google ads a long time ago, because one of our editors said, hey, post this, try and boost it, put some money into it, is apparently we can't upgrade to ads because I've been banned so long ago. And so what I had to do was register during business hours as its own LLC with its own new EIN. And that fixed the issue to create its own entity. But I think that's what Google and YouTube want from creators is to try and separate it so they can control more of the asset. You had to get an employee identification, basically start a business and then, and then use that do DBA as that business instead of yourself. Yeah. In order to run Google ads on this uh, channel, you had to create a business as its own entity because it's not banned. You are. Google oh my god that's again that's imaginary administrative corporate bullshit <laughs> oh if you so google likes to ban any third-party repair companies because they're partnered with apple and uh we're and not samsung even, we're not even supposed to mention that we work on iphone or samsung we're supposed to just say cell phones and leave it at that if someone's like do you fix iphones we have to say yes and not elaborate at all because if we use iPhone in text or conversation, we've infringed on their proprietary, proprietary rights or whatever. That's bullshit. Look up. Uh, do you know right to repair? Well, what do you mean? Have you ever heard of it? Right to repair? Lewis no. Rossman? Any of that? No. Uh, so basically, Apple sued a bunch of independent repair companies Um, similar to myself. They said, hey, you're infringing on our intellectual property. We don't want you to touch it. And if that's the case, then they just hit them with a bunch of lawsuits to crush them. Well, lobbyists, big companies got behind them and said, no, we want schematics, proper tools, proper parts. Consumers are entitled to this information. Available to any third party repair person. So they're trying to make it a law right now. Like back in the 50s and 60s, most consumers could just buy a replacement part and fix it themselves. You had the manual. Mm-hmm. The manual detailed every single part to a code, what it was for, and you could go to Sears and be like, hey, I need uh, 36.4, I need 10 of those, and they hand them to you, mail them to you, whatever they had to do. So now they're trying mm-hmm. to fight the big companies to force them to do that, but it's a uphill battle for sure. How, how how much would that affect your business? Oh, if they gave all the parts out, we, we could triple or quadruple revenue for sure. Oh, wow. Also, yeah. oh, you can't fix certain stuff because you can't have access to the parts. Because the manufacturer physically, informationally, digitally, they bar us from that information or those parts. Yeah. They serialize wow. a lot of stuff too. So like, even, even if you get your hands on a, so an iPhone 13, you want to, you want to fix one of those, uh, you put a new screen on there. They have aftermarket options. You will forever have a notification that says this is a non-genuine part. Take it to Apple, throw this phone away. This phone's garbage. Don't do it. Uh, if you get the part from Google, which they're required by law to sell now, it'll do the exact same thing unless you specifically call them after you fix it and they in their system, re-serialize it remotely and register it to their system that the part has been swapped. And even then, uh, when they run an update, it could drop that software off, reactivate the notification, and now you got to call them again. So it's all in programming. 
Yeah. yeah. Big tech is trying to get the, the hold on not only the repair of their own tech they manufacture, but the control of the software, the serialization, the small components. Because there's a company in Texas called Texas Instruments that makes most of Apple's parts from China. definitely heard of that. China. And uh, so they're supposed to be allowed to sell certain things. But if I call them up and say, I want this chip or this component, they'll say, hey, you need an authorization letter from Apple because we only make it for Apple. But that should and technically is illegal to some of the consumer standard laws. But because it's in a contract with Apple, they'd rather not risk big business for a single person. They'll have an Apple lawyer at their business defending them in an hour (laughs) for any of those. They don't care. Yeah, that that hurts. How long have you been in business? What is it? Nine years in December, yeah. Damn. Nine years. That's a good run, dude. You guys are doing good, I hope. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. We had up to three locations at one point and then sold one, partnered with another, and then sold that stake. And now I'm down to one trying to open something similar in Oklahoma when I get out there in a month. So that'll be hopeful. Are you in the shop right now or is it somebody's house? We, we kicked open a wall next door and rented the commercial space <laughs> and then yeah. uh, created an entire art studio and podcast studio. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, so you guys must be young. How old are you? 32. I'll be 30, 31 and on the 15th. Yeah. You guys still have ambition. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, John? 46. I had three restaurants. I had a ton of ambition in my 20s, but I'm just getting older and fatter and I have diabetes now and I don't my brain can run circles around everybody but my body's like what? Body's what are you like, doing? Give, me, give me give me a sec. I got it. <laughs> so, so is it true what they say that uh what is it at like 35 things just start falling apart and then so I wouldn't so say falling apart but it's a gradual decline and if if you don't eat properly like me and they're fat it, it, it makes it worse and faster oh shit I'm, I'm getting there man i got two kids now and togo's is killing me i already had my gallbladder removed i'm on the verge of diabetes it's all the energy drinks and coffee that's my biggest issue this is the issue i haven't been able to conquer my whole life is just to stay off the food yeah i get bored man my brain's got to be doing something if it's not right away it wants food for some reason i don't know what it is my hands got to be moving i got to be playing pool i got to be doing something if you're familiar yeah yeah. your body reads it as activity have you ever tried nootropics no so look into there's something called lion's mane it's a natural like lion's mane mushroom yeah i know about that yeah so it's a nootropic and it helps with certain cravings and, and mindfulness and speed. It's kind of like if I eat lion's mane mushroom. It might help me. Oh, it could. The mushroom that's supposed to taste like crab meat. Oh, no problem, bro. See, that's the solution we need. <laughs> Can we get that as a Rangoon? So they put it in with, uh, there's a company. I got to look this up. Yeah. What was that stuff Frank used to give us all the time? The, the, the stuff that we hate. It, t- it Hey, taste is not as much as the uh, results. Random. Kratom, Kratom. A, a, a pill that's with Kratom and Lion's Mane on Amazon. Really? Yeah. I want that. <laughs> I'll send I you already, a link. I, I like Kratom. That's good stuff. They tried to get that banned, too, and then they had such a, a outcry. They said they let it extend for two years. I don't know what where it's at now, but they wanted to ban that, too. 
Yeah, they're trying here. And all it is is the leaves of like a coffee plant. Some people use it, I guess, if you take too much of it, it can be considered opiate style. If you take a tiny bit, it's good and focuses you. If you take a lot, it gets you you going, gets you good. Yeah, I like it. I like feeling good. I like sinking into the couch. I like watching a movie that way or whatever it is I'm doing. Why is that a problem with anyone else? If you're doing it on your own, it shouldn't shouldn't be a problem with anyone. People who, what do they say? If it affects other people negatively? it's With anything, if it's an addiction or it's hurting other people, you know, then it's a problem. If you're just doing it to chill out a little bit on the weekends, who, who fucking cares? Isn't that more of the corporate, like, hey, go to work, work 12 hours a day, bust your ass. And Cor- then- corporate is don't do drugs ever. You need to be ready to work. You got to be primed and ready. No one's They're full it. of shit. I've never worked at a corporation where they follow their own guidelines. Ever. Never do. They say they do so they can look good to investors and everything. And then fucking my managers are out back smoking weed with the fucking yeah. stock boy they just hired, you know? That's that's what it is. I, when I worked at the casino, minutes. when I worked at the casino and I read through their guidelines, I'm like, wait a second. You know, as a matter of fact, after orientation, the, I walk into my shift. I walk into pre-shift where everybody's waiting to talk to the, the manager does a pre-shift. The first word I heard was the N-word screamed real loud. Hello. <laughs> so they just yelling the N-word? Some guy just said the N-word real loud. And and uh, when I started actually getting in there and working, it was, it was like seven black dudes and maybe an Asian, maybe a couple Hispanics and me, and they just use that word on the regular. They call each other that and stuff. And, the, you know... Re, like the policies in the casino are definitely not that. Yeah. Well, nowadays everything's so changed. You can't, you know, there's a lot more sensitivity, I would say, transparency. But when I was a kid, everyone said it, you know, in groups. I was in lower income areas and we all. Dude, it's, a, it's intent. Yeah. It's, it's crazy the way that it's changed so much. We used to say. The, the F word for gay people when we were kids, but we didn't mean that you wanted to have sex with men. Yeah. We used it as like a substitute for lame or gay. Rather used to say gay, that shit's gay. We didn't mean that it wanted to have sex with the same gender. We meant it was lame. Well, we used to say, was it G H gay that it was, dude, that's gay. You know, and that was, uh, <laughs> and you'd even write it that way. I have an old notebook that uh, we'd go to like Fallout Boy concerts, do our little punk emo stuff, and be like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's gay. That's gonna confuse some historians. Oh, probably the historians. It's gonna be like Star Trek to a, a, a very indigenous person in a random planet. They're gonna think, well, Spock, they're stupid. It's all downhill. What other topics you got? <laughs> what about the gun? What about the gun thing? Oh God, where do we start on guns? I, I'm more Second Amendment. I think somebody kicks in your door, you should be able to shoot them. Win, lose, or draw. If they're not welcome, they're not welcome. Most states agree with me. California is not one of them. California, they're a victim the moment they're hurt, whether they slip and fall. Even the desperate situations that force them to break in your house are not their fault. Uh, and it's your fault for injuring, harming, maiming, whatever them. 
So you get, where do you guys stand? You say you say it's good to, to take out someone that crosses the threshold uninvited, right? I, I think well, crosses the I mean, property. Not just walk, I'm not talking about they walk through a door that was open and they're not threatening you but if they're busting their shoulder or they come in with a gun or whatever you know in a threatening manner you should almost expect to get shot in this country that's the whole point we had a guy on a video we showed that uh got stabbed what was it by this the sword he, he fought oh, no he, the the spear guy yeah the guy fought oh him my with god spear. this dude busted into this dude's house because he's just some dorky white guy who lives alone and the guy runs over to his closet, pulls out his utility spear, and fucking sticks this guy. Fucking Good. stabs him, you know, once in the gut. He turns around and runs, stabs him twice in the back, and that homie bled out in his lawn. Like, that shit was crazy. See, in a home, Where was I think that at? Oh, God, that was, I Just think, mid, Oklahoma, yeah. Texas area. Okay. I think there's a, a difference between, like, you know, shooting somebody dead in your home, your den, your castle, and a business. So we watched a video for, through, what was it, Vegas. Some guy had been robbed a few times and carried a knife. Get a well, box, box cutter thing. A box cutter thing. or like a three-inch blade. And a couple of kids broke into or tried to the snatch and grab a bunch of stuff. At the vape shop? Yeah, the vape shop. Vape shop, yep. That was fucking fantastic. So I thought the same thing at first. How many times have you watched that video? Uh, I don't know, 10? So after probably five or six times of watching the video, I started to sympathize with that kid. Seven times. Seven times was stabbed. Okay. And didn't strike until he was stabbed three times. Didn't strike? So he didn't strike the owner or attack the guy until so he was stabbed three times. Oh, he attacked the guy when he went over his counter. It's just stuff in a business, though, that should be insured. Okay, how much? How many of those attacks should he tolerate before he gets to do something? If he was, if, my thing is, if he was touched once, he could say that there's self-defense there. That's but, when it progresses past the assault into yeah. more battery territory. Dude, two dudes come in with masks on, with ill two intent. Kids. It doesn't matter. That, yeah, you don't know that. It doesn't matter if they're kids. There, one dude was like six feet tall. Oh, yeah. It could have been 50. And if they're kids and they're doing that stuff, there's a huge problem with their parenting. Let's go there, first of all. Secondly, you jump over my counter or, you know, he doesn't know if they're just going to snatch and grab. You don't know what they're going to do to you. You don't know if they have weapons on them. And in the rage of the moment right there, that dude was just like, fuck you. And he, he did what he did. The point is, don't start no shit and there won't be no shit. That's the, the bottom line. See, up until I watched that video... And it, even in previous podcasts, I thought, okay, if somebody tries to hop a counter, I'm just going to shoot him in my business. Absolutely. Even California, I got lawyers. I was like, but shit, something in that video, watching it so many times, I was like, it's just somebody's kid. I felt really bad for him. He was like, oh, I'm dead. You know, falling over. The guy just tosses him. I'm like. Yeah, I was laughing when he was screaming, I'm dead. The first time, when we posted the video, that's all you see. But after the video of us watching it, I kept watching it that night. And I was like, well, fuck, I got a son. I got a daughter. I don't know what, it, you know, what's going to happen to me, happen to them after. You know, what if they get into stupid shit doing snatch and grabs? Because I've stolen stuff from stores, but I've never done it that way. When I was a kid, we used to throw pants over pants and belts over belts and right. take off from Hot Topic. If you got caught, you're like, oh, sorry, here's your stuff. You know? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
But man, I'm pretty sure back in the day they weren't allowed to touch you. They had to call the cops. Well, we got tackled uh, back then. Target could literally like manhandle you in the parking lot, and mm-hmm. so I got picked up when I was a kid and dragged back in a cart. From Fry's, we've had loss prevention officers been told to get to the cop car by cops and then helped chase down and tackle people. Like they called it the cowboy days. The cowboy days. So, what do you think is the problem that he stabbed him too many times? I I think he should have either been assaulted or just stepped back. I'm sorry, he's going to grab back and let him rob you. Yeah, well, because he. If he's in California or Vegas, or sorry, a new one of the kids. What was it? You knew him. He said he says their name. He's like, "Come on, Kyle, don't do me like that." Oh shit! I didn't see that part. I focused on the stabbing. Yeah, no. But he stabbed the guy he didn't know. You know, that's the unknown agent. But the other person who ran out the door and left his homie to fucking get murdered. Oh, there was two. One on the left. There's one holding the door too. But yeah. But it made me rethink how I would act in my own business. Mm -hmm. Because most of the time we had this rule: if I say "fucking down." going to drop to the floor because we have a hollow wall in front of where the uh, reception is and I've got Mm -hmm. 16 cameras so I'm like well I could place one through this hollow wall if somebody pulled a gun out or tried to stab you guys I want to see like uh, one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies where he's in the security room and he's like killing all the people oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so that's how I felt but man I just I sympathize with the kid where he got stabbed three times before assaulting anyone he was just grabbing stuff and who knows what the circumstance is. Maybe he just, he was the the kid who got told by his friends it's going to be easy. You know, he was the one who was going to grab while somebody distracted. This is Marcus. He's a bitch. We're going to yeah. take his shit. You never know. But that, I, I don't, Still, he decided on his own to walk in there. Oh, yeah. It's the, totally you know, his solution, fault. I'm not saying that. The, the solution, I guess, would be because you don't like that he almost got murdered or killed, rather. Mm-hmm. The solution would be you get one of them CO2 pepper ball guns that it will drop anybody pretty much and you won't die. I guess that'd be a, a compromise, but I don't want to be forced to do that. See, I don't think I, if somebody had a gun, though, a pepper ball gun isn't going to drop a lot of people. It yes, just, it is. The new ones will drop your ass. You won't be able to breathe. Or, I don't mean drop you with a uh, blunt force. I mean, just as soon as you take a whiff of the stuff that comes out of there, you're you can't see or breathe, so you're disorienting. Yeah, you're rendered useless. And at that point, you can just go kick him over. I, I'd be all up for giving him a beating after. I just felt for the kid being stabbed that many times. I thought it was a little brutal. You know, after he got hit, everything else was good. But I think that uh, American parents need to stress to their kids that if you do something dumb, you can get killed in this country. So don't do stuff that's dumb. Don't hang out with dummies. It's a, it all goes back to parenting if you really want to get down to it. Oh, yeah. Well, my so I'm a stepfather to my six-year-old. Mm-hmm. And her biological father is a bit of a wannabe gangbanger. So okay. run-ins with cops, uh, charges against violence of police officers, charges against women, stuff like that. And he's trying to turn a new leaf. But so he's, at the time he has visitation, tells my daughter, Hey, cops are bad. Run. Don't deal with cops. They're the bad guy. They're always bad. So mm-hmm. anytime, and I know police officers that come to my house or mm-hmm. you know, talk to us at the store. We do business with uh, SAC PD here. Yeah. Nice people. But she had a fear up until she was five of police being bad guys. They'll take me away. They'll take daddy away. They'll take you away. You know, 
And I had to tell her it's a very different thing. Not all cops are bad cops. Some are just in a different way trained to do bad. And the system that puts them there is bad in the first place. But, you know, you can't be afraid of it. You just got to try and take it as it comes. So take it as, oh, so basically judge each cop by it personally? Well, I, if she gets older, the thing that I'll tell her is wait for the first line out of their mouth. If it's a question, it's usually bad. If it's a statement, they're looking for something you don't have to answer. And if it's a demand, stay the fucking silent. Stay silent. Yeah, that's that's the best advice is, you know, I don't answer questions. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the story. That's the kryptonite to police. Cameras and I don't answer questions. God, I don't think cameras even are working anymore because they have the damn body cams and they cut that shit so often anyway. No, I'm talking about our cameras, not their fucking garbage shit that they pause and mute and get rid of and corrupt. Well, they started doing that to, if you're not live streaming, I guess, you know, for other people to view it, then they mm-hmm. can just crack it, snap your phone, lose lose evidence, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, you have to get away with your video too. You have to escape the scene. That's the hard part. Because unless you got that shit going to the clouds, they bust that phone, it's dead. Well, God. You, usually. Not always. But. So somebody as, as big of an audience as you have, would you say, because uh, knowing you're demonetized now, I saw that you were doing like giveaways and stuff. Are you doing more brand deals? Is that bringing in anything from YouTube? What do you mean? You mean that through night flashlights? Yeah. Those uh, that's some lady from China who contacted me a while, a while back and asked me if I wanted to review her flashlights. And I'm like, shit, I'll take anything for free. And they were really <laughs> nice flashlights. And I just started giving them away. I don't really have any other sponsors. I just put some crypto links in my stuff. But there's zero dollars have I got from YouTube in over a year. Have you tried uh, Twitch or um, what is it? They have uh, even... What's that spaces on Twitter now where people can do cash you, and followers? Um, I don't I don't know what it's called, but yeah, Twitter has a live thing. They have new platforms for you individuals to kind of like a TikTok live, but a little bit a little bit better, a little more reach, more direct audience. The thing with that is uh, on those platforms, I'm like no nobody. YouTube is the platform and um I've tried like Twitch, for instance, who, which YouTube cop watchers are going to go to Twitch? A lot. Do they really? Yeah. Uh, A lot of the auditor guys do like reviews of videos and stuff like that. Uh, What is it? Donut guy. Donut operator. Yeah. He does Twitch as well. Well, he's a piece of shit. He started as a gamer and a skater. He looks like one of those. I had an employee like him once, Matt, you know, imagine Matt as a YouTuber. That's what Donut Operator looks like. Seems just like a redneck. You would always expect him to be interesting and it would just be the most just normal shit all the time. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I I don't know. Everything seems like it's really hyped. And then as soon as he starts talking, I'm like, you're a 12 year old with a mustache. Who's the? Yeah, the pedo mustache. uh, He's always wearing the white shirt. He's got the long hair. White shirt. He's one of your streamers. He's got the goatee. I am What's High that? impact flicks. Brian Young. Damn. 
High impact flicks. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm looking it up right now. Sorry. Um, Donut operator made a video about me when I started getting big. And I made about 30 videos slamming him and challenging him to a debate. And what all these coward bootlicker status have in common is they're scared to debate a high school dropout like me. Holy shit. There is a bunch. Oh, my God. I never saw that. What? Uh, Donut operator has a bunch of videos on you. Holy shit. On me? Oh, no. You have a bunch on Donut Operator, and then you have Donut Operator has the Johnanine fe- featuring Mike the Cop. That, that's that's the one he made about me. That's... So he made that about me, and I challenged him at least 30, 40, 50 times to a debate. And he's the biggest in the world. He will not debate. Anyone who's scared of debate has no argument. That's my philosophy. You're going to run your mouth. You're going to lick the boots. You're going to say... Cops are allowed to steal your car and bind you up and enforce all these victimless crimes. Let's have a conversation about it. What are you so scared of? What what does he support? The police. He used to be a cop. Oh, that's why. He was a SWAT cop, too. So he was a drug war cop. And when he reviews videos, he'll say, like, like, so these people's cars, this these people's cars needed to be confiscated. And he's just skip over that part. Like, wait, why did their car need to be stolen from them? That's a big deal when you take someone's fucking car. Oh, yeah. It's, it's livelihood to most people. He losses right over that. Like, that's okay. And then the, the way they're acting by having their car stolen, they're the bad people. I could not fucking imagine. I haven't watched any of his content. The bad people are the ones getting their property stolen, not the people who are stealing the property. Think about that logic. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. In California, I wish the cops stole more vehicles because there's a lot of homeless people that now park their vehicles and it's considered a home. So they're allowed to cut the tires off, put it on the sidewalk, and now that's their private property. So they can't tow it. They can't take it. They can build three houses on top of it, like tiers. And now they've mm-hmm. got a moving uh, condo that the state can't touch. And you wish what they would take those from them? Oh, absolutely. And what happens to them? There's a lot of programs here in California that they have financed with nearly, I think it's like twenty billion dollars, something like seventeen billion dollars for just the homeless. Seventeen point eight, yeah. Yeah, and for some reason Newsom Steinberg have not given them a dime. Okay. They need to start paying the homeless because we have a problem massively here in Carmichael where homeless try and break in every night to the back doors of some of the buildings here. And they've lit fire to a couple of the commercial real it's, estate buildings. They just sit on the property. Oh, yeah. They've shit and pissed on the doors, wiped it on handles, smashed car windows, catalytic converters keep getting stolen by homeless. So the, the problem is, and I'm going to put on my politician hat, the problem is that when they're out just in public, they have nowhere to use the bathroom they're, they're, and they're stealing stuff. So if I were a politician, I would say, let's find a piece of property that's owned by the city, fence it off, gate it off, have one guard there. And people who have their cars like that can park it there at night, not on the streets. How about that? Well, they did that. 
That didn't work either? No, they bought a piece that was landlocked with no okay. entry. And then they're asking for more money so they can build an overhead highway to reach the landlocked piece of land. For some reason they had no idea was three miles landlocked. So that's just another failure. But if, if my my solution came to fruition and it worked properly, it, it might be a solution, no? Yeah, probably. But the I, how, how bad's a homeless in Florida? I mean, they're bad. I live in a suburb like 20 minutes, 30 minutes north of Tampa, and the guys are sitting at red lights with cardboard signs. And then the closer you get to Tampa, the more and more and more there is. So we have on average two to a sidewalk corner. That's how many homeless people in California right now. Isn't that a reflection of the political system though? Oh yeah, absolutely. But Okay, but they keep voting them in, right? I don't know why. Even Joe Rogan just said vote. TV watchers, dude, that's why. The people voting them, like Nancy Pelosi in? Well, how old do you think they are? Where do they get their info? How have they been voting their whole lives? I think it comes down to colleges. They're what the colleges are so much liberal based and trying to be free in thought that they're pushing these kids to vote Democrat. To vote Democrat like it's gonna change something. But in reality, I think the mindset, in my opinion, is flipped because I've asked so many people what the party for Lincoln was, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Everyone tells me that he was a Democrat. Nope. He's a fucking Republican. Republicans yeah. freed the slaves. The then, Democrats have been the biggest uh, racists in history. Have they not? The yes. guy from South Carolina, Bird or whatever his name was? or In my opinion, yes. I think they're changing the history and trying to flip the script over time. They're doing a good job at it. They're good at social media. They are. That's what they do. They're not out working jobs and doing manual labor. They're doing that kind of garbage. Well, let alone the stock manipulation, but there's not enough time here today for that. That's another story. Yeah. Oh, John, I appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks for letting us in. You know, we, uh, we're sorry to hear about all the uh, issues you're having with YouTube for sure. It's all good. Got me working again. It's good for my body. Oh, well, I'll send you the info on the nootropics for sure. And we'll get back with you. Hey, everybody, if you enjoyed that, let us know. Hit the share button and we'll see you later.